School didn't teach us how to be good at love. So I created the Stubborn Love Podcast to help you navigate it. With my expertise in the marriage therapy biz, I'll share insights on topics like sex, money, and rock and roll. Um, I mean, navigating conflict and more. No matter what stage of relationship you're in right now, this podcast is for you. Every episode has actionable tips that will help you create a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life with the people you love. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe now and join me on this journey of love and learning for the stuff they didn't teach you in relationship school. All right. Welcome back, listeners. We are here with Allison Vanderpool, and she's a holistic health coach, registered nurse, and a human design specialist. So human design is your energetic roadmap to helping you live your best life. Other tools and techniques have you looking outside of yourself, whereas human design actually helps you turn inwards and tune in to find your answers and your best path. So Allison, thank you for being here today. Can you first tell us more about who you are and help us understand what led you on the path to becoming a human design specialist? Absolutely. So like so many of your listeners, I'm sure I wear a lot of hats. Uh, So I'm a Midwest wife and mother and stepmother, actually, um, and and a grandma now. So I I have a lot. Um, Yes. And uh, but um, I also have, you know, many degrees, many trainings, many certificates. So, you know, registered nurse, um, as you mentioned, and holistic health coach. But I truly believe that I was divinely led down this path to human design. So um, it was just kind of one of those things that um, I was working as a registered nurse in a wonderful field with wonderful people doing great things. Um, But there was just something missing and I knew it. And I, um, you know, just at one point, honestly, during um, COVID, I was working um, in a field that was very much impacted um, by the um, by the pandemic. And so I really had a decision to make at that point as to what I was going to do. Was I going to stay in my job and not be with my family and not be with my two little ones mm-hmm. as much? Or was I going to do something different? And Again, um, it just so happened that I had just added on holistic health coach not too long before that. And then human design sort of fell in my lap. And Mm. when it did, when it landed, when I heard about my own human design, it was like so many aha moments, just everything was landing and making so much sense. I mean, in, in all of those degrees I just mentioned, um, you know, I hear, I've been taught and trained hundreds of tools and philosophies and all of these things that really can be very helpful, but they're always having you look outside and there can be contradicting and, you know, it just Mm -hmm. depends. And so when I learned my design, it was like, it was helping me turn what I now really always go to is the phrase turn in and tune in to who I'm created to be and what I'm meant to do in this life. And that just set me down a whole new path. Um, where I was able to quit my nursing career, which was a 20-long career at the same place, um, and start on this journey, which absolutely feels soul-led, and share human design with other people, along with 
some of the other things I've learned along the way, but really human design became the foundation because of just how much it resonated with me and how, how true it felt. Now, from what it sounds like is like, it sounds like making meaning out of your life, like, like finding your path, finding what, what you should be doing is, am I getting that right? It's about meaning making. It's really about, we are all, so I have your design in front of me and this is you. I won't. So it's your energetic chart and it's like your thumbprint. It becomes so unique, but you can't Mm. change it. And so it really is who you were created to be, your, your energetic chart, map, blueprint for your life. But the reason I think it feels so meaningful is because without this knowledge and without this information, we start out from early on, from childhood, being conditioned to be pulled off our path. And yeah. oftentimes by, by very well-meaning people, parents, teachers, but it can still pull you away from who you truly are to be yeah. more like your brother or sister or more like that person in, you know, the student in the classroom that's the shining star or more like the coworker at work who's thriving um, and, you know, killing it. And it starts to really make you feel, it can make you feel like you're not enough as who you are, but human mm. design does the exact opposite. It teaches you that you we're, we are all perfectly designed and perfectly created. And the more that we understand and live into that, the more fulfilling our life becomes. Mm, okay, now I'm getting really excited to hear about my human yeah. design. Yes, so fun. <laughs> do you want to know a little bit about you? Or do yeah, you so, so let, let's try it out. Let, teach me uh, more about okay. myself. Okay, so let me just set a very quick foundation. Now, I want to say this can be extremely complex. I mean, like anything, this can be very, very complicated. But it can also be simple enough that you can start once you know enough about yourself, you can start experimenting with it and making small changes and seeing the effects of that right away. So um, I'll make it simple today with the understanding that for people who are interested in it, it can be super complex and you can, you can do so much with it, but let me just set Mm -hmm. the stage um, with, I like to use a movie analogy, a film analogy. So if we think about, us as a species, all working together to create a big film. We have the people, the small number of producers. So those people who they get the inspiration for the film, they get the idea, they draw on the right people, they get the funding. Mm -hmm. Um, But then they kind of step back after that. Yeah. So in human design, those people are called manifestors and they're only about eight or 9% of the population. I actually have to be one. I'm actually one of those. So a side note, but that's probably why my, my job, which was a phenomenal job, wasn't that fulfilling for me because I was not manifesting. So that's a side note, but I'm, so those are the producers in the world, small number. Then we have, um, you know, in that role, producers would pass it off to the directors. The directors come in and they're guiding the whole process. Everybody, you know, on the set, the actors, the actresses, the lighting crew, the film, all of those people. Also Mm -hmm. a pretty small number in the grand scheme. So in human design, those people are called directors. And it's only about 20% of the population. My business partner is actually a a, um, projector. Did I say director? The directors in the film are projectors in human design. 
And so mm-hmm. actually my business partner is a projector. Mm-hmm. Um, but about 20% of the population. Okay, then we have 70% of the population that are the life force of the film. It is the actors and the actresses and the film crew and the um, the makeup artists and the set crew and everybody that takes oh, to bring this cool. thing to life. Yep. Yeah. And in human design, those people are, we group them together as what are called uh, manifesting generators and generators. Mm. And they're really the life force energy of our planet. Um, and then on the tail end, we have what are called, like what we would think of as the critics. So think about mm. in this whole grand scheme of the film, critics are a very small but important piece. Um, but in human, they're, they're going to let us know what went well, what didn't. So in human design, those people are called reflectors and there's only 1% of them in the population. And so you think about it, we all have our roles and again, and then we drill down and get super, super unique, but we all have our roles of not only how we can live our best path, but as a collective, as a society, as a species, how we can live together when we're all doing what we do best to really move us forward and help us evolve. Hmm. So in terms of being able to find your, you know, path finally with human design, I mean, how many times do you see people do a 180 because they're actually not following their path? Uh, Very often. A lot. Yeah. 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 Yes. So, so many. Yeah. It's very, very common. And that's why I say, like for me personally, I experienced it and I've witnessed so many other people experience these light bulb aha moments when they hear because somewhere deep inside it like it resonates and like there are varying degrees but like you know it's you have that like undercurrent of like that is me but I've been pulled so far off my path and I've been trying to live a life that isn't natural or you know to who I was designed to be Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm okay so um, and, and how long does it take for, for people to start transitioning to that newer path? Is it something where like you see a lot where it's kind of like, all right, quitting my job tomorrow or, or right. what happens? Um, so not, there are not the big leaps. Uh, they, there can be, I certainly took a huge leap, but I think, like I said, there were years in the making of me being divinely led to that. And that is something that we see a lot. Um, regardless of your like religious beliefs, but just as a, if you're a spiritual being or just have a a faith in something higher than you and are tuned in already to your, are already turning in and tuning in, some people are going to start to be more led to that life, um, than others. But, Mm -hmm. um, but they say in human design specifically, they say that once you learn and start to apply this, it takes seven years to fully decondition. So it sounds like a long time, seven years. Yes. Okay. My eyes are really wide right now. (laughs) Right. And one, one theory, but this, this is just a, uh, a theory of, you know, people that I've talked to, this isn't necessarily what human design officially says, but is that it takes, you know, seven years for ourselves to replenish and everything for like everything to, you know, regenerate. And Mm -hmm. so things can happen up to that point but it takes a full seven years. However, I say that. And then as I was saying earlier, 70% of living your design is understanding 
how your body is meant to engage with the world and Mm -hmm. how you're meant to make decisions, all Mm -hmm. decisions. And so as you start to do that, you start to see, you can start to see shifts right away. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the interesting thing is once you get to the three and a half year mark, just past that, you're now more living in alignment with who you are versus less. So you're on the other side of that seven years. So you're going to start to see it, but truly I haven't even known about human design for three and a half years. And I'm already Mm -hmm. seeing massive, massive, major shifts in my life. Mm -hmm. So it Mm -hmm. really just depends on how much you're committed and how much you're willing to experiment with how changing, how you engage with life and how you make decisions for yourself. And those shifts can start to happen very, very quickly. I mean, I coach people, I've done some coaching programs and one of mine Mm -hmm. is eight weeks and people will see massive shifts in that amount of time. Wow. Wow. So you can still, you can still get really good results early on. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to ask you actually about like the timeline of things too. Like how, what is it like when people work with you? Like what exactly are you, are you doing with them? And, and I know that may be different with your coaching person programs with universes, your one-on-ones, but what, yeah. what, what, what do people expect? What, what do you do? So currently that has, that has evolved and changed and I'm sure it will continue yeah. to do so. Um, but really at the end of the day, um, I do have a business partner, Melissa, and she and I are just extremely passionate about bringing this to the world and to um, others in a way that serves them. So it, it does change. I've had group coaching programs, private one-to-one, one-to-one clients, um, but we actually just held our second retreat, but it was a group retreat. Um, yeah. So we are working with people in retreat forms. Um, we are We do have coaching containers. Um, our current one is three months long. So mm-hmm. that's a good chunk of time to help yeah. people not only learn the information, then really start to apply it. Um, mm-hmm. So, and then like, for example, this retreat um, that we just held, I literally just got done with it yesterday. And, um, but um, it is just a really intense immersion into really becoming in tune with your body. And yeah. um one of the participants that came, she had just done a really well-known retreat place in the fall and had been part of other retreats. And I mean, she said, this is the most life-changing, life-changing experience I've ever had. Wow. And so wow. it really is. And this isn't, I mean, this isn't about us. This is the reason it's so life-changing is because we're helping people turn in and tune in. So I am kind of curious, like, because especially since uh, you and your business partner have like two different designs, it's so interesting, like you're, you're in the same field, but is it like you just have different roles to fulfill your path? Or I'm just really curious, like, is there like a category where people usually stay for a certain design or how does that work? Not necessarily. I mean, so we complement each other really well. But we wouldn't have to be those two designs to partner. Um, Mm -hmm. And really, because we are the 8% and the 20%, it's very unusual. We're actually working to draw in somebody from the 70% because that's the life force energy. So honestly, you fall into that 70%, that life force energy. I knew it. You're a manifesting generator. Um, (laughs) So you went like this. So what's so fascinating is we... Always, I don't know that I've ever met somebody who doesn't want to be another design. And mm-hmm. it's 
it's just the way we're wired. Um, we think the grass is always greener, right? On the other mm -hmm. side. But, mm -hmm. um, but like, what is so, what's so incredible about why we're trying to draw in, why we want to draw in and we will, um, a generator or manifesting generator is because we don't have the built-in life force energy. So mm -hmm. that you guys have. And mm -hmm. so the, that your gift to the world is the work that you do. And that might not sound super glamorous or fun, but it really is amazing. Like for somebody in my shoes, it's like, oh, because you guys have the energy that if you're waking up and doing what you're meant to do and bringing what you're meant to bring to the world, you are going to have all the energy you need to get through a day. You're going to wake up energized. Mm -hmm. You're going to go through your day and you're going to fall asleep, head hit the pillow, go to sleep and be ready to wake up and do it the next day. And both yeah. of my kids, both of my kids fall into that category. And I just love seeing, and my husband too, actually. So I love seeing the energy that they have, mm -hmm. like just the, that life force energy that they're just excited. And, you know, like just, I kind of often describe even my husband as like Tigger, not that he's like a high energy person, but just that, yeah. that love for like what they do. And that's really, that's really part of your gift, that it really is your mm -hmm. gift to the world. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. When you brought up like Tigger and like all, all the energy and I'm also thinking of like this curiosity for the world, just like yeah. to, to learn more to, to, to so that you, you take it in and then you spread it out. Yes. You just really hit on something very important because this is all about when I remember when I said this is your energetic map or chart, mm -hmm. it's all about mm -hmm. energy. So when you say curiosity, what's fascinating is your energy is enveloping. So you are drawing in the right opportunities, the right, you know, information that you need. And so you're drawing things towards you. So it made mm -hmm. me think when you say curiosity, you're, you're drawing in what you need to fulfill that curiosity to then be able to give to the world yep. your work that you're meant mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. That, that was a fascinating sense. insight. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I really do love like educating in, in a way. I know mm -hmm. that my background is in mental health, but mm -hmm. I love teaching couples, Hey, this is a way better way to communicate than what you're doing. I, I right. love teaching just, just skills that people can use. Yeah. So um, when, when you print out your sheets, when you're working with people, what, what else does your design map say about a person? Well, I'll start with the two simple things that I mentioned in the beginning that are 70% of your design and that's how mm -hmm. you are meant to engage with the world so the first one is when we know your type which you are what's called a manifesting generator you're that film crew actor makeup artist whatever whatever lights you up um mm -hmm. that tells you that you are here to respond to all of those things that you're drawing in and all of those things that are coming at you so mm -hmm. the first thing you need to know is your type tells you how you're meant to engage with the world. You're, you're meant to respond. Well, what does that mean? Really, the main thing is it means you, can't, you should not initiate. And so it can get kind of confusing and deep, but yeah. we're conditioned to think like, make things happen, just do it. You know, the Nike slogan, just do it. And really when you initiate, um, it can... It can fall flat. It can fall short. It can leave you feeling frustrated. So mm. it's really about just shifting just slightly and looking at what's coming at me. What am I that I can just respond to? Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. The yeah. second thing then is 
how your body speaks to you. So how you're meant to make decisions. So if you think about your body as a vehicle, um, you can think of like how your body speaks to you as your inner, your GPS. So it mm-hmm. knows your path mm-hmm. and you know, it's going to be saying like, turn right, stop, slow down. You can mm-hmm. listen to it or you might not, but it, it does have a Is very distinct like way. So it has a very distinct way of speaking to you and mm-hmm. you have um, the gut sound. So that's how your body communicates with you. Do you feel like you mm-hmm. have a good gut check, like a good gut feeling, like your gut saying uh-huh or uh-uh to you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I get that all the time when I meet new people, when when I even just strangers, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So when you whenever you need to decide anything or you're that's how your body's communicating. Uh-huh, uh-uh. And um so but like we all we often tell people well, just trust your gut. Well, that's not true for everybody. That's true for you, but that's mm-hmm. not true for me. That's not true for my children. Um, it is true for my husband. So that's where I start to say, we start getting conditioned, like pulled off. Well, trust your yeah. gut. Well, that doesn't really mean anything to that me because happen. I don't have a gut feeling, but you yeah. do. So, yeah. um, so that's, that's the next thing we look at is how your body talks to you. Yours is mm-hmm. through that gut sound. And what's fascinating is if you know people who have this, I mean, like you'll hear them kind of say, uh-huh, uh-uh, you know, and we think sometimes by society, we're even correcting those of you with that gut sound. And we're saying, say yes, you know, from it, from childhood, say yes, use your words, don't make noises, you know, but really yeah. that is, you're going to get that in a form of a noise. So, oh, um, wow. yes. So that's, that is so that's interesting. Yes. But then, you know, a lot of times, like I'm getting a ton, just even this time of year and like the circles that I'm in, I'm getting lots of things around intuition. We all, Mm -hmm. you know, build like, um, you know, really become in tune with your intuition. Same thing. Not everybody, some people are actually meant to use their intuition to guide them, Mm -hmm. but not everybody has like really solid intuition in their human design chart. So for them to try and use intuition, like it's just, it might not be really helpful for them and it might lead them down the wrong path so or they might feel like something's wrong decisions? with them yeah yeah when when someone doesn't have that gut instinct like how what do you listen to to make decisions so the most common common type of how you make decisions is through an emotional we call it an authority but an emotional way of making decisions so that's me that's 51 percent of the population um so since you were what kind of disappointed you were you were kind of among the most popular you're now in in like getting more unique with your sacral with that gut sound but over half the population is Mm -hmm. never so over half half the population and this is fascinating is not ever supposed to make a decision in the moment because Mm -hmm. half the population is and they're emotional beings we're emotional beings Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we need time to really feel through our emotions before we make a decision that's correct for us so there, what we say, there's no truth in the moment. You're the yeah. exact opposite. There's truth in the moment. There's only truth in the moment for you. You're only going right. to know what's right for you in the moment. And like, what does your, what does your body say? What is your uh-huh or uh-uh? And whatever mm-hmm. that says, that's really what you should honor and go with. Well, so here's the thing though. I get paralyzed by decision-making. I have analysis paralysis. And I I wonder if maybe that's because I'm not paying attention to my gut feeling. And and then, so I'm just stuck. 
It absolutely is. And your chart will tell you why. If you can see this, the top yeah. two parts of your chart, you are completely open here. Yeah. This could happen to anybody, but so you are taking on all of the energy of everybody around you and your mind, everybody's mind is so busy, but your mind is going to be filled with information, taking you down rabbit holes, spinning out. Mm -hmm. So you can probably, you one thing you could do is to really start to pay attention when you need to make a decision. Are you up here or are you down in your gut? And for you mm -hmm. specifically, this isn't true for everybody, but you should be asked yes or no questions, or you should ask yourself yes or no questions. And that's going to, and whatever that gut feeling is, that's mm -hmm. the right thing for you. Mm -hmm. So it's not a matter where, you know, I'll make mm -hmm. pros and cons lists, you know, do the... Those never That's, work for me because I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, both sound so good. Right. Or, or I convince yeah. myself. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So how um how does this work in, in relationships? I know you said um, you've uh, been able to figure out your design, your pretty much your whole family, your husband's, you know, his yeah. design as well. So, so how does this work in relationships for when you notice they're not going well, then you finally get your rundown of their human design and then things are all peachy keen. So can you tell us about that? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Because it has made such an incredible difference. Like if you were a fly on the wall in my home, you would probably yeah. laugh at the conversations that we have and how we interact. But this has been so helpful because well, one thing just to start, we were talking about energy. We mm -hmm. are normally, this has really been helpful too. We're normally naturally drawn to people without even saying a word. You know how you walk up to somebody and, or you might meet somebody for the first time and there's just kind of that natural like connection. It just flows. Yeah. It feels good. Okay. That's all energetics. Um, same with where you walk up to somebody and the first time you meet them and it's like, it's just off and it just feels like they're just not your person. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. that is all energetics. So typically we are drawn to our spouse. Often when we look at our charts, they sort of will fill our gaps or they will have, there are nine energy centers in our body. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. will have, will have like opposite because you're drawn to people like I, as a non-energy being, am drawn to my husband, you know, who has an energy center. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we, we kind of see that we complement one another. But you can actually run connection charts where you Very can cool. see, it is really neat, where you yeah. can see where you complement one another, where you compromise one another. And um, like, for example, um, you know, I now understand in each chart, when you get deeper and deeper, you have what you are, what are called like your inherent natural gifts or natural strengths, or because I have mm -hmm. young kids, we call them our superpowers. But I now know my husband's superpowers. I now know mm -hmm. that my husband has a gut sound in the moment. And he mm -hmm. now knows that I need to make a decision and take some time and go through my emotional wave. Because depending on the moment, if I make a decision in that moment, if I'm in a high or in a low, that's going to affect the the decision and the outcome. So he yeah. knows to give me time. I know to ask him in the moment a yes or no question and listen to what his gut says. And I know that I can trust that. And he knows he can trust that. So mm -hmm. it really has helped us in our decision making. Um, and also, like, I know his strengths and he knows mine. So you can kind of start to lean in 
where you otherwise your head might have said, I don't know if we should be doing that. I don't know if I trust him or, you know, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, now I know that this is, this is one of his natural gifts. And I'm, my husband has the King channel, let's just say. So I'm naturally, I'll just be completely, let's just be really honest here. I'm very, okay. con- I can be a controlling person. I think mm-hmm. because as a mom and as a you know person who just has to get all these things done, I want to control all of it and just stay on task and stay on top of everything. Yeah. Well, I've learned that, you know, my husband has, he has the King channel. He has some channels within him that are about money. And so I've started mm-hmm. to honestly surrender to that and really watch how it has impacted our lives, our decisions, his, his, um, satisfaction and happiness, my relief Mm -hmm. from not having to feel like I have to control everything. Yeah. It's, it really is life-changing. So you said he has a King channel. What, what are channels? Yeah. So, um, when you're looking at your nine energy centers, I'll just hold this up again, but when you're looking at your nine energy centers, do you see, I can't even see what I'm doing, but do you see how like there'll be a line? Okay. So where you have a line running from one energy center to the other, that's, Mm -hmm. that's a channel. And that is just where your natural inherent gifts are within your chart. And so it's just, you are, that's another where people, um, really, really feel like when they hear those, it just makes so much sense. And even if you're not living into it right now, it kind of gives you permission to live into it. Some people already know it, but, um, yes, like you have, so this is for you, you have a, what you have several, but one interesting one is you have the channel that goes from your life force energy center up to Mm -hmm. your throat and it's individual. And so it's like, you are here to, you have, you have that natural energy to speak what's right for you, like to know what your individual, um, I don't know if that makes sense because there's other types, but there's tribal, individual, and collect and collective. Oh. And so you just by being you and letting the words just come out it, when, you know, when you have the right energy around it in the right moment and you doing that is mm-hmm. just by doing that, you're honoring yourself as an individual and, and you're inspiring those around you. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's no wonder we're on a podcast right now, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Saying what's on my mind. Right. Exactly. Speaking my truth. Okay. Yep. So so this kind of makes sense because there will be times where I'm nervous to say my opinion or I'm like, oh no, I'm the only one who doesn't want to do X, Y, Z, but like I, I need to speak up so they know like wh- what I'm okay with or not. And so I'm right. like, hey, I, I speak up and everybody's like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And th- I get a lot of support when I finally do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So um, what what other things should we know about human design? Is there anything that we missed to tell listeners? Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm sure there, I'm sure there is. Um, but really, I think, I think we, I think we really nailed it in the beginning when we talked about just kind of bringing it full circle because it can be super fascinating it can be a little overwhelming, but again, it can be simple to just start to apply it. And again, I love that, you know, there are a lot of really great tools out there. I'm not saying there aren't, but mm-hmm. these other tools are having you 
look outside and the information changes and there's the latest fad and then research tells us that actually wasn't right. right. So I love this so much because it doesn't change. Like you are who you are. You are created to be who you are. And Mm -hmm. when you have the, when you're empowered to really learn how to just turn in and tune in and listen to how your body is communicating with you and know mm-hmm. that you can trust that to make your decisions and lead that leads you right down the right path. It is the most fulfilling, rewarding way of living that I have ever experienced. Mm. Mm. I love that. I mean, yeah. if if you have reviews like that, I mean, why why would anyone do anything else? And I, I think my takeaway from this is like, just just be yourself. You will be happy if you 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 listen to yourself. You mm-hmm. trust yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to to learn even more about this. So how can um I, I know you just finished um a retreat um yeah. recently. So so how can people get in contact with you or or learn about your services and get in touch by working with you? Absolutely. So the best place to start is chart dot guided life by design dot com. Mm-hmm. That is where people can run their own charts. They can get some very basic information to start to make sense of things. And if they want to go deeper, they have the ability to do that through that. Um, mm-hmm. We generally start with people just doing like a really good in-depth chart introduction that takes yeah. about 60 to 90 minutes. So that's yeah. really the best place to start. Um, Mm -hmm. But outside of that, as I was mentioning, we have um, four retreats planned for this year. And this is our first year of doing group retreats. We did a private retreat last year just to kind of, you know, wet our feet. But um, we have four amazing retreats planned this year. And then um, we also have that coaching container that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's really um, kind of that like full immersion. And then that that one to one actually learning how to apply it to your life. But the best mm-hmm. place to start really is at the chart.guidedlifebydesign.com. Um, we are awesome. on Instagram under Surrender Story. And um, yeah, and we have a Facebook group too um, that is in Guided Life um, by Design. So mm-hmm. so just to tell listeners a little bit more, what, what comes up in that Facebook group? Uh, are there certain topics that you go over or like certain themes of a week or a month? Yep, absolutely. So um, it's not necessarily always broken down by a theme of the week or the month, but we do just use themes to kind of simplify and make learning about your chart and just learning about Mm -hmm. the general basics of human design more fun, a little bit simpler. Um, So yeah, we have a lot of fun in that group. Perfect. Awesome. And it sounds like, you know, what's better than being supported by a community of people also exploring their own human design. So that sounds like a really great option to start at. Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today and teaching me about my own human design. Now I'm going to learn a lot more about myself. I'm, I'm kind of a, I've got like this, this fire inside of me right now. I don't know if like when you're working with people, they, they start to like feel different sensations, but I've got like this little fire in my like torso area. Yes. Like that is where your sacral center is. And that is that (laughs) life force energy. And that's how you make your decisions. It's no wonder that you're feeling that like just, yeah, Yeah. buzzing with excitement. 
Yeah, so it makes sense. It works, guys. So yes. I will have all of um, your information for the business in our show notes so that people can get in contact with you and uh, join the Facebook group and follow you on Instagram. That sounds amazing. Thank you so much. It was so much fun being here with you today. Yes, you're welcome. We'll talk next time, okay? Okay.